Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 661 for the week of January 21st, 2023. I'm Chris Privetier, hosting today and bringing you the news about RPGs and other things. I'm joined by Kelly Ryan. And and not to mention Sonic's exhaustive comic history, mm-hmm. if you listen to our pre-show. Well, you shouldn't. And then also, <laughs> Robert Albright. I, I'm here for the giggles. <laughs> no. No more giggles. No more jiggles. No giggles. I, I was try, I trying to wonder how did, how did we get from cat colors to Sonic? Oh, because my husband posted a thing about Knuckles recolors. But um, how, how's that blue slash red cat of yours, Chris? My, she's not blue. None of my characters what, are blue. What off color is Tabby? Oh, that's standard issue. What off color? So this is a black cat, aka a void cat. This is a Torby, which is to say a tabby with tortoise shell coloring. So aka a tabby with red. Um, but it's orange. Whatever. <laughs> so my my male tabby who can't be a Torby because Torby's tortoise shell is linked to the female gene, except for very. Very rarely it will show up on a male. Um, so my male tabby is just tabby, but his undercoat seems to be red, which I don't understand and nobody says is red. So cat people are weird because we just ignore the red when it doesn't fit into our system. <laughs> well, that's my, the my undercoat. Fa- that's brown. That's a brown undercoat. That's fine. But it looks red. I know. But, but does that mean this red is brown? Shut up. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> My favorite hobbies is going on to Reddit and seeing posts that say that they have a male calico and going into the comments and seeing how far down is, uh, um, yeah, actually you have a female mm-hmm. and every once in a while, somebody will have a legit male calico. Yeah. Yeah. It can happen. It's just, yeah, not very common. Nope. Not at all. So Tam, I have a video up of what you've been playing. Yes. Is Did this you? what you do all day? No, this is Nikkei. No, this is what oh. I do at work all day. Why I'm are day one in... players quitting Nikkei? I don't know. I don't care. I <laughs> You're there for the butt jiggle. <laughs> I am here for cute anime girls. That's all mm-hmm. I care about. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, cute anime girls. You're not even spending money, I bet. How can you... Sp- yeah, you, you tell yourself that. <laughs> Damn, save the money. Spend it on, like, podcasting things and streaming things. Then you could make more money streaming Nikkei. <laughs> I, I, oh, I don't worry, Vaughn. I wrote that one down. Uh, I'll, I'll save it for when we get into what we've been playing. So We are um, in what we've been playing. Oh, oh I, I'm going first? Yes! Yeah, go first. Oh, so yeah, I've been playing Nikkei, um, Goddess of Victory. So, I, so like... Don't get me wrong. This this game, they know their audience very well in this. This dude's this, channel name is Loot and Waifus that we're watching. Yeah, sounds, sounds about right. <sighs> the, the, Nikkei knows its audience. I'm not going to lie about that. But it's got. I was messaging Chris earlier in the week saying, "Yeah, yeah, the commercial, it it yeah, but it's got some dark ass story." 
Hey, if the story is good. Who cares? (laughs) It's a gotcha um, game. The stories don't matter. (laughs) You'd be surprised. But yeah, no, the story in this... You told me story beats. I'm like, no, I want nothing to do with this. This is too dark. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And and that's just one character. That's one character. Because I just realized playing the titty game for the story is Mm. like the video game equivalent of I read Playboy for the articles. I read Playboy for the articles, yeah. Play it for the plot, Kelly. You play, you play the anime waifu game for the plot. No, yeah, I like the I plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes sometimes I do, and and Nike is one with a very good plot. Like, oh, look at all that plot they're spoiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, yeah, no, this is all the gotcha stuff. I yeah, but uh, one of the characters, like the the prologue for this game, has you in a crash being saved by one of the Nikes, and then at the end of it, you find out she's corrupted and you have to shoot her in the head. Oh, goodness. No. And then she comes back as one of the bosses that kicks your butt. And and then you you try, save her, but then she it's then she still has to get her memory wiped. Yeah, no, it's, it's dark. There is a lot of messed up story elements to Nikkei. Granted, a lot of people just play it for the butt jiggle and uh, for the jiggles. I'm not going to lie; a lot of people do, but I'm enjoying it. So what did you say? It's you like were. people, their human brains and cyborg bodies because plot. Yes. yes. Which, if you are wiping the brains anyway, what does it matter that they're human? I don't know. I don't want to know more. Yeah, the, the, don't don't delve into it. It is dark. Leave it, just leave it there. So, more to more fun things. Uh, I've been uh, streaming Relayer here on the channel, um, which was an SRPG uh, released last year uh, by what originally Katakawa Games, what is now Doragami Games. This is the same team that made God Wars, um, and uh, it is it's a very deep SRPG. The pl- there's a lot of oh look, plot. it's space robots. What a surprise yeah. that you're oh, playing I this. Did, I yeah. forgot we were joking about that being it was that Super Robot Wars with the serial numbers filed off. Yeah, it's actually I actually am enjoying it quite a bit though. Uh it does the plot you know, instead of trying to interweave multiple plots into one like a Super Robot Wars game, it's it has its, you know, it does, it's just one consistent plot, but it's got a lot of different moving parts to it. Um, the ba- uh, the one thing I really like more than Super Robot Wars is the combat animations do not take up to three minutes, to p- three plus minutes to play. So is it all? It's all original characters, right? Yeah, it's all original characters. It's all original mecha designs. It's all um, the battle maps are actually, you know, they're not. Um, actually, the battle maps have like obstacles that can block. Uh, pathing as well as uh block certain attacks from going off it's so th- there's actually some complexity to this that you don't really see in super robot wars too much because i have to admit it would be nice to play a giant robot strategy game without all the baggage of trying to keep track of all the the characters that i either don't know or only know from one anime yeah and if if that's the case this would be the perfect game for that because it's all original I need. I'll put it on my wish list. One yeah, of my wish lists. And um, 
yeah. Oh, uh, Kelly, you don't need that. to know the other the other animes and those other ones though either because they reproduce the story inside them. Oh. He is correct about that to to an extent. They do try and interweave them, which is where it just gets wonky. where it gets confusing if you don't know it already. Yeah, yeah. But like, they don't come up with original stuff. <laughs> it's weird. No, they do. But okay. It, but each uh, what is original to Super Robot Wars is usually original to that game. Of Super Robot Wars. Oh goodness! See, and again, Super Robot Wars. Unless you know, it's just like uh, trying to get into it. This is a very large sword. Uh, oh, that's, okay. That's a special you pack. broke the moon. Well, I mean, that's Milky Way. That's her actual name is Milky Way. Mm-hmm. The Steam page does not say if it is Steam Deck compatible. Yeah, so, but I, I have been playing this. I, I've been enjoying it quite a bit. Um, the main story of the game is actually fully voiced in English. Um, I have had um, two instances of bad grammar in regards to the writing. Um, and then I've had one instance where one voice line played before it actually, they had two voice lines reversed. Oops. So the text on screen was the next voice line, and then the next text on screen was the previous voice line weird yeah um i've also had a couple instances where the because i do it on auto so it just you know streams through because since it's all voiced i let it voice out Mm -hmm. um where it's actually skipped an entire conversation box a couple times so there's there's some minor issues um i haven't had any major crashes i haven't had any major but I mean, so you're those, saying those, it's about as well programmed as a Super Robot Wars game? Uh, honest, <laughs> honestly, but overall, I'm I would say I mean, both of them three uh, Super Robot Wars thirty compared to Relayer, I would say they're both like three point oh three point fives. Are they mind boggling different? But I definitely enjoyed the. They're uh, the only that, place to get what they offer. Yeah. So, you know. There, there's not a whole lot in the mecha SRPG world out there these days. Um, I Was think the there next... ever? Not no. really. I mean, you've got <laughs> Super Robot Wars. you got Super Robot Wars, Front Mission, and now Relayer. There was Vanguard Bandits on the PS1, which I don't oh. know if anybody played. Yeah, Vanguard Bandits. But, I mean, that hasn't seen anything since yeah. that was made. So um, I don't even really count that. Didn't they have the place... the the remake or the new one that happened on PS2 or PS3? Eh, it doesn't matter. It wasn't space anyway, so I'm thinking of the wrong game. Uh, as I said, front mission. is. Uh, hey, aren't we getting a new front mission? How did that work? Uh, that the first the... one's out. And they're making two and they're remaking two and three. There we go. So, uh, and then the only other thing I've been playing is, uh, of course, uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Yep. But uh, so I did all the patch, st- the new patch stuff that I'm able to do last week. That's the so other right game now, I played. I am just. Uh, oh, that looks really nice. Um, so I'm just, uh, you know, getting my butt handed to me in the new raid, trying to get gear. But I did buy Gaia's outfit. Ooh. Because they released that on the store this week for twelve dollars. Oh goodness, and, Tam! Uh, <laughs> Save your money. <laughs> you have more Nikkei girls to buy. 
Chris, you're, you're one to talk. Um, didn't you buy squeakers immediately and wow? That That's like the only premium mount I've ever bought, though. Did you see the rabbit this week? I did, Kelly. Did you buy the rabbit? No. I would still rank the cat you have as something I want ahead of the rabbit, but the rabbit's What's pretty the cool. What's the cat you have? Oh, the, the fur line? Um... It it was one that they released like during my boycott, and then this the second it dropped to half price, I bought it because I knew that I want it. Um, it, it's basically like a big fluffy Maine Coon cat. Ah, and oh. it is my favorite mount of all time. Yeah, no, um, I I own every single mount in Final Fantasy fourteen that they've released on the store, except for the very new ones. Okay, that's that's adorable. I mean, but it doesn't fly. See, that's, yes, my, that's oh, the that's, bunny. See, that's my issue with with WoW is only some mounts fly. Yep, Not it is all weird. Fly. Yep, I'm pretty usually the storm mounts do. Now, usually, but it, that doesn't look like it could fly. This one's a water does. rabbit for reasons and I don't they, understand. They've had all of yeah, it flies. See, it's jumping through the air. No, I that's think. that's just the special. But um, I'm, it probably would fly. But all of the lunar New Year ones do. But like, still, there's a bunch of mounts in WoW that will never. Oh, is this Year of the Rabbit? Is that why this is in yeah. here? Yes. Yeah, they've, okay. they've done that the last few years. That's how come last year was what Year of the Pig? Yeah. No, last year was Year of the Tiger. Or Year of the Tiger. Yeah. It's the Year of the Tiger. Because the second that that one went on sale for half off, I bought that one too. Um, even if you could fly, you can't fly in this zone, so he's yeah. in the wrong place to show it off. Here we go. It flies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean, Tam, but like this one is in the price category of it's gonna fly. Yeah. Fly to the moon and feed those loperets some carrots. So. Usually by either Black Friday or Christmas, those uh. There's ones they've released for Lunar New Year. Well, this is this is only part of the six month subscription, so no, no it's it's on the it's going to be on the store. Too. Oh, okay. yeah, they've they've done that with the last few years where it's like, oh, six month subscription, you can get the Lunar. You now, know, if the you lunar had, if you had picked up that twelve month subscription earlier, you'd be getting this. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Then doesn't it make you feel like you're you're missing out? No. I, okay. I thought <laughs> can, about it. But nah. Yeah, because you can buy them separately on the store. It can swim too. Woo! They've also been uh, th- what I find interesting going to WoW. Although I'm not, I haven't, I'm haven't played that much lately. Um, just too many things going on. Um, the uh, they've been doing some streams, um, where some of the old loot card mounts were available. Yeah. For- yeah. Off yep. of, uh, if you were watching yep. Twitch people stream, I pick those up. Mm-hmm. People were pissed about that. Um, it was one mount, it, just one mount, one pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, far, I, I mean, they could do. They, yeah, well, you, we heard they're going to do the battle pass thing in game. So that that's yeah. how you're going to get um, other old premiums. Wait, is this the trading post, or are you talking? Yeah, about the trading something? post. Yeah. Oh. It's like a, a, it's a battle pass. We don't know if there's going to be a premium version of the battle pass or not yet. So, but it's the same system, even though it's, yeah, you go to a trading post, but it's, it's the normal thing. Play a lot. 
you get things to spend to unlock other cool things. And yeah. uh, if there's something you're not going to make by the time it expires, you can put it on layaway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's just one thing at a time, but you, hey, at least you can do it. Yeah, because most, most games, like if you're not going to get it in time, bye. Alicia. That got me in Magic the Gathering Arena a couple of times. Yeah. So, but other than that, I've really not played much. Um, I have been playing two other gotcha games. Um, uh, Neural, Cra- Neural Cloud, also very, uh, very good uh, story based uh, one with sort of a tactical grid. And then uh, Memento Mori, which is just beautiful it, there's not it's a total afk it's like the most afk of afk rpgs ever but it it has some of the beautiful most beautiful art and music i've heard uh, seen and heard in a gotcha game but uh other than that there's re- I, i've really just not had the time because um this week uh, even though there was a federal holiday on monday i was on call last sunday so i got called into work to work eight hours Monday, despite being a federal holiday, most doctor's offices aren't closed, so it was a full day of work for me. And I've had almost a full day of work every day this week. So um, this is my first day off in six days. Ouch. Uh, Here's hoping hoping you get that promotion, man. Well, even then, I would still have to work like holidays and stuff. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to try. Is the fake days going on? My work only this year started doing bank holidays off. Or yeah, I mean we got the normal holidays like Memorial Day, Labor Day, and all that. But this year they decided to just go full bank holiday, which is kind of which was nice because I really needed a break Monday. Yeah, and some and that caused some of the issues too. I saw at work this week was because some of the bank, some of the uh, doctors' offices did close Monday, some didn't. So it was just like all sorts of all sorts of chaos. Yeah, that looks like moon candy. I I'm watching someone brew espresso on top of a frozen metal ball. <laughs> Why not? It's... And you want to. You want to talk forbidden candy, Tim? My husband used a uh, silicone food tray to make some resin gems, like little resin diamonds and stuff. And I was like, "Mm, forbidden Jolly Ranchers, because they look just like candy. (laughs) And he's evil and bought a uh, gummy bears one that he's going to experiment with. And it's like, are you trying to get me to choke to death? Because, you know, I am Homer Simpson and... Never mind. I better not finish that. So, so as I said, there's really not much more to what I've been playing. The big two, the two really big ones outside of when I'm at work, because and that's the part of the reason why I'm playing the gacha games is because um, at work I can easily sit on hold and play with something on my phone as I wait for someone to pick up a call, <laughs> especially yep. at night. So. Um, so that's the reason for that. But uh, but yeah, Relayer and Final Fantasy fourteen. So Kelly, what have you been playing? Oh well, I finished Dragon Quest Treasure Saturday night. I stayed up until five in the morning to do so because I had a bunch of caffeine and I just did <laughs> did not want to go to bed. And I blame my little cat Alice for that because she was 
on my lap and being all sorts of cute. And then when I did pass out, she continued to be on my lap. So, um, yeah, Dragon Quest Treasure is really fun, very different Dragon Quest game. Um, I bought Fire Emblem Engage this week, but I only like scratched the surface of the tutorial Friday. Um, mainly because I've had a rough week at work all week, just catching up from my, uh, that first week I was gone. And by the time I got to Fire Emblem, I just wasn't in the mood to kind of sit through dialogue because it was making me sleepy. So the thing that I have not been able to put down this week is Vampire Survivors. And I blame (laughs) you. You're welcome. Let me me boot this up to try this. Oh, God. It's it's weirdly addicting. Yeah. I mean, it's such a simple concept of a game, but, you know, just booting it up and playing it for a little while is just so much, it's so satisfying. And and especially when you die at, like, the 2957 mark in a level, and you're like, oh, my God, I got so close, I got to try again. Because that's the th- that's the thing. I've been trying to unlock everything in the game. Um, I kind of finished the quote-unquote final boss bit um, where you had to go into the void and defeat the four Reapers that were merged together. Um, I don't... Has, it, has anybody else gotten that far? I've beaten it. Oh, you have? I know Chris was saying that he has the OP character that you get when you unlock everything. Yes. Um, I, I, I will admit, I have the OP character for unlocking everything, but I used the cheat to get her. Oh, yeah. I, I just unlocked the cheat menu last night. Um, no, last night I would I kept getting really quiet on our Discord call, and Chris and Anna were like, oh, are you okay? okay. It's like, yeah, I'm trying to beat the Bone Legion thing in the Bone Zone. Oh, yeah, well, you have fun with that. Uh, and then after you guys went to bed, I looked up a strategy, and there's actually a very easy way you can cheese that fight. Um, you have to have the zero experience arcana card, and the one chick whose default weapon is the lightning, mm-hmm. and um, the merchant. Yeah, so the merchant. They, That's trouser. There you go. Yeah. So ba- basically, you turn on that card that turns off experience. Experience. Mm-hmm. So that chick is level one, so all of her projectiles are as huge as possible. And then you go to the merchant and buy all the projectiles from him, and then get a bunch of treasure chests and max out your duplication ring. And then the screen is just covered in crap bullets, cherry bombs, minecarts, lightning. And then you go, go down to the bone ball and you pretty much just stand still and watch it destroy itself. I didn't know that those were. That- the decrease in projectile size with that character was tied to their level. I thought it was time-based. Yep. No, okay. it's level-based. Well, now I understand why Game Killer exists. Yeah, All right. that that build is ridiculously OP. Oh, there's a lot of builds that are OP. Oh, yeah. Oh, My, my go-to has been the chick with the Mana Song ability, that, that vertical kind of dusty thing. Um... And then, you know, giving her garlic and the Bibles. Um, I like to do lightning 
and lately I've been kind of getting into the holy water evolved form because that lets you have the thing that sucks in um, experience pebbles. But um, the holy water has been kind of OP too. And then sometimes I'll throw in like a a projectile, like either the bouncing diamond or the boomerangs, just to kind of have a little bit of close coverage and direct coverage. And that build's gotten me pretty far. Um, I haven't unlocked any of the super OP characters yet, though. But like the like the Legion Bull that I can't remember what it's called. You know what I'm talking about? Say that again. Sorry, I'm getting distracted with YouTube Shorts on the stream. Yeah, you are. Um, I I haven't unlocked the Legion Ball. Legion Ball. Yeah, the Skeletari. Oh, that's not it. I can't remember the name of it. The Legion Ball. Describe Legion Ball. I think its name is Letta. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, the one you get in the tower. Oh, that's the one that you have to go to the bottom of the yes. tower to get? Yeah. Okay. I've got to go figure out all of those secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all, I, I also did a thing where it left a trail of pies, but because I had the arcana that drew everything in, I couldn't find where the pies led. And I assume that leads to a secret character. Yes. Yes, actually, it does. Okay. Um, I, I, so I've been playing this on my Steam Deck, and I know that there's some things in it that aren't Steam Deck, uh, not not compatible, but Steam Deck friendly. Like, did you know that you could pet the dog? If you're playing as the dog and you type in P-E-T, um, mm-hmm. you, yeah. No, I haven't tried that. What happens? Uh, hearts go around it because it's happy that you pet it and it gets healed. That's Actually, nice. Now that, I, now that I think of it, what I need to do is I need to just um, turn on Bluetooth and hook up my keyboard. And I can do some of those uh, commands. Because, like, I, I don't see how anybody can unlock Toasty on a Steam Deck because that involves, I guess, pressing the enter button when a Reaper shows up in the corner. Yes, and I haven't been able to do that on the Steam Deck. Okay. Yeah, that that's I, one I've put off to doing on the PC and just never got around to. There, there's cloud saves, isn't there? Oh, yeah, you can go back and forth. Yep. Okay. Uh, I have played this so much that I have completely drained my, Ste- my Steam Deck battery twice. <laughs> Be like... I am about to shut off and you're about to lose a ton of progress. I recommend plugging me in. Uh, it's like, okay, I need to put this away for a while so that I could do, go do something productive like eat. Uh, <laughs> but he, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing, but that's funny. Um, well, normally games don't hook me this bad, but boy, this game is digital crack. It sure so is, isn't it? For $5, Kelly. I need and I need to buy the DLC for a dollar and a half or whatever. Yeah, (laughs) one more run, just one more run. I could do it this time. Um, it's why I haven't played anything else this week because it's been like I just I need to finish this level before I move on, and it's it's almost bedtime. So I I need to put it down and actually focus on Fire Emblem next week so that I can talk more about it, but. I can't help it. It's and 
even though there's all sorts of shit going on, it's such it's an oddly relaxing game to play. Especially and, when you get all powered up and you just sit, stand still and just watch all the things die. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it is indeed very weirdly, like, relaxing and fun. It's just... Hairfrog and I are, like, heavily uh, trying to get... Or we're heavily uh, pushing that one for uh, biggest surprise. Huh. Interesting. Because I, I, I put down um, Stranger of Paradise as the biggest surprise. I don't I, I don't think as many staff played that, though. Oh, darn. Maybe that'll get second place or something. Yeah, we'll, but, we'll see. But yeah, no. The, I mean, the Vampire Survivor just kind of came out of nowhere and just like... Well, you know what it is? I've talked about this before on the show. So I, I have a curse where I love bullet hell shooters, but I am very bad at them. And something like Gradius, where it's very satisfying to get a fully powered up ship in Gradius and just go and decimate things. But then, you you know, you miss one thing and then you're back at square one. This is pretty much that feeling encompassed in a single game. Only you don't lose your progress when you die. I mean, you lose your progress because you have to start over. But if you have that perk that lets you have a couple of reses, it's like, okay, I can I can try again. <laughs> oh, and and I also got addicted to the pentagram. And that is one of those. It starts out so bad. And then if you persist, it gets so good. I, when you upgrade the pentagram, I love that little ting, 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 boosh. And I just sucked in all the experience gems. I know. I'm I'm being overly enthusiastic. But yeah, that that's all I played this week. I played some Vampire Survivors as well, but I think we covered that pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, What is... Uh, what am I supposed to be talking about? You said that uh, well, you bought playing. a Step Mania pad? I did. I bought a Step Mania pad. Kelly, thank you for reminding me. I bought a Step Mania pad from LTech. This is the one that um, the guy on the AGDQ this year said, like, hey, they make good pads. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I want to get back into DDR stuff. So I did that. Um, the pad was very expensive, and I'm ashamed of how much it costs. It, it, it's like a $250 pad from, like, wherever the heck LTech sells pads and then $150 to ship it. Oh, so geez. yeah. So I just bought it from ddrpad.com who imports them already. So it would come a lot faster. And basically it was 400 bucks because it included the shipping price because they already shipped them. And then they had, I mean, they had to eat that money already. So they just pass it on to you. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess you can justify it by saying you bought exercise equipment. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm looking at. So, like, the pad comes from, like, Poland. Um, anyway, so I bought a $400 dance pad. <laughs> is it a hard pad? It's a hard pad. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, you know what, Chris, is now whatever you have it hooked up to, you could actually use it as a controller for all your games. So yes, I, I, vote, I could. I vote for <laughs> I'm not recommending life. it, but you could. I vote Extra Life Step Mania Elden Ring. Run. Oh gosh, no, 
no so it's it's this pad that i've got on the stream um and it's got the addition of the little start and select buttons up here it does not have the corner arrows um they this company doesn't make pads with corner arrows which makes me sad um and yeah i've hooked it up step mania i played one one star song and i was sweating so i can tell how out of shape i am so i gotta fix that so that's that's on the thing that's on the list now i got that um i found a site that's offering all the ddr game songs for step mania so i'm gonna see if that even works it's like oh am i really gonna pirate the ddr arcade machines i don't know dance dance revolution has like an actual pc game but um it's japan only and it's microtransactioned they actually they (laughs) they sell you dance tickets You want to play these songs? Buy some tickets. So it, it's like an arcade in your house, even though you've got the game and the equipment. And there's some go- songs you can only play if you have their pad. It like does a hardware check, so that's fun. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, they're actually the model's changing. Like it's moving to DLC packs that you download and that you can play as much as oh. you want, which is fine. Um, but it's Japan. You need a Japanese account with a Japanese address and payments. It's like, oh no, I don't want to deal with that. And it's Konami because you know Konami our favorite company uh now oh hendekable points out you could play vampire survivors with this gosh that would be a workout up to a point and then you'd just be standing there if you do your build right you just have to push left play the uh bridge (laughs) stage yeah just stand on the left arrow good good to go i win I want to see you download some bitchin' custom songs like uh, Megalomania and Through the Fire and Flames. Megalomania is an actual DDR song, Kelly. Oh, it is? It's on the latest DDR. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's an old one, too. We're talking the Undertale song, Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. It's DDR A3, which is the latest arcade version of, of DDR. Uh, it's not that old, uh, Tam, for A3, but yeah. I've got it up on the screen right now. Um, they got a video and everything. Like this is official DDR arcade in Japan. This, um, what? And you and you said it was a dead series. And that's I not, thought I'm it pointing was. out. It's like that, no, it's not dead. They had a new one out this year. I don't know what these all four arrow things are, but that's dumb. <laughs> How do you do that? Let <laughs> me just get on all fours, like, fours, like I'm playing Twister. There's no way. Either I don't know the technique, which is likely, or there's more to this than I do. There's some special thing about those arrows. Okay, okay. you want to know something stupid? The way you have your stream set up right now, it looks like the cats are playing. Playing DDR? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you got it. Uh, isn't there one you play with your fingers? Yeah, you could do stuff. Uh, so, um, yeah, to be clear. I'm using a I'm using a fork of a game called Stepmania, which is kind of like the open source PC version. There's a lot of history and drama. The program has been made by a lot of different people over the years and people come and go and then people hate each other and then they make forks and they're going to do this right. and They're going to do this right. There are like three different lines of current development for Stepmania. It's great. <laughs> so, it's, so it's basically in a fune. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's weird. So you can get Stepmania. That's still re, uh, semi-current. Like they're still actively developing it, but the last release they cut was like several years ago of a beta release. Um, there's the last official release, which is from 2016. Then there's the, f- there's the 5.1 line 
that the, is the beta releases. There's a 5.3 line, which has been renamed to Project Outfox, which I don't know if that means that it's no longer going to be 5.3 of Stepmania so, or not. So that's a thing. And then there's ITG Mania, which is 5.1 with a bunch of fixes on top of it and extra skinning and quality of life improvements. Um, and that's what I'm playing. <laughs> I don't know what happened to 5.2. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's 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 a mess. So I'm playing ITG Mania, which is Step Mania 5.1 with a bunch of quality of life fixes, some songs packaged with it, and a real nice skin for it. Now, technically, ITG is different than DDR. Um, the timing's different, and all the timing of the PC things are more like uh, into the groove anyway, so... Um, Oh, apparently uh, Megalovania is also on Stepmania 10. Stepmania 10? Yeah, Stepmania X by Step Revolution on December 20th. Oh, okay, yeah, so that would be a fan creation, but yes, all right. Oh, Stepmania X, so... Oh, goodness. Stepmania X Revolution Ace 3 has 1,088 songs on it. (laughs) So Step Revolution is making, or made hardware machines with Stepmania on them and songs packaged. I have no idea how well they are licensed, but um, yeah, that's a whole thing. (sighs) Yeah. So anyway, uh, doing this all yourself sucks because you have to like figure out videos and step things. And uh, there's, there's too many choices. Whereas like something nice that's prepackaged like DDR um, is nice because, you know, they've done all this for you and it all comes together. And of course that's not really available to you as a, end user because you either have to pay, buy the Japanese game which you don't or have move available to move to Hawaii, buy an arcade unit and import it um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of pain uh, in the butt things or you spend a bunch parent. of hours hunting down step files and song files and figuring out the correct timing for your system and making it work and then you do all that work and you don't have any time to play anymore because <laughs> yeah, the uh, Dance Dance Revolution Ace 3 is available in the United States Hawaii only Hawaii only Awesome. <laughs> wow, it's usually the other way around. Um, no, yeah. It's, a, it's, it, it's saying it's a... Uh, I've got the wiki pulled up. It's saying it's an upgrade to uh, an older cabinet system, so yes. that's probably why. A lot of the... Uh, yeah, a lot of the cabinets can be upgraded. Um, and yeah, the- and Hawaii has a much more... is a little more in tune to japanese culture than most of america so finding the right people here Wait, so is it where all the weebs live oh so a, those are don't step arrows so that's what those are don't step on those yeah oh it's a doubles oh it's an eight. Oh, geez you're gonna have a bad time so we're watching a guy play ddr megalovania we're watching someone actually do it in the arcade and it's one of those where you got to use both pads so you actually need your hands on the bars so that you don't fall over (laughs) (laughs) yeah i did not buy bars for my hard pad um mostly because i'm not good enough to need them (laughs) so uh anyway so uh a lot of setup not a lot of playing yet i'll let you know how that goes um, as I continue to get into um, kind of the modern expression of DDR for people. And uh, we'll see where that goes. See how many versions of Step Mania I can download and install and have pointed at the same fa- sound files. Cause... Yeah, so um, actually, Vaughn, he's not using, the, he's not actually holding himself 
he's like holding on to them, but he's not actually holding himself up. Um, I. Yeah, you do a little bit, Tam. You do a little bit, but not to the extent you're thinking. It's not as much upper body strength as you're probably thinking. Isn't it um, more stabilizing than It's anything? mostly stabilizing, yep. But yeah. you can see his elbows bending occasionally because, like, he's got to slide over and not fall over. So he has to do a little yeah. bit. So but I think he's got decent upper body strength, personally. Yeah, he definitely has decent, but it doesn't take as much upper body strength as, as Vaughn. You need better than me. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. This guy also this kid like weighs ninety pounds. So he's also using uh, weighted wrists. Oh, those aren't weighted; they're wristbands. Probably just to wipe uh, no, sweat they... off. No, I'll, I'll never forget. I actually used to do it with weights on. Right. Yeah, I, un- well, right, I unintentionally then. did it with weights on because I was in the throes of my goth stage when DDR was in arcades uh, way back when. Yeah, no, and I actually had exercise weights. No, I had my uh, my combat boots, and when you play with DDR with that, that's oh, like geez. having weights on your feet. Yeah, so I was yeah, actually no, I reading, actually had... there's recommended shoes for DDRing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. High like... grip, lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be uh, DDR competitions. I don't know if there's not still used to are, be. There but... still are. But... Okay. I, I again, I haven't been in this scene since I joined the Navy. Yeah. Which yeah, was my, twenty years ago. My my goth boots not recommended for DDR play. That was very. Uh, I, I needed my inhaler after that session. Let's <laughs> put it that way. Yeah, no, I used to do it with uh, weighted wrists and uh, ankle weights, 10-pound ankle weights. Now, now, that, now that I actually have my game room set up downstairs, I need to dig out my red octane pad and play around a little bit with uh, PS2 DDR. There you go. Yeah, work, work on some of that. And it made me sell all my DDR PS2 games. I, I still own no. all mine. I, yeah. I found all of them recently. Nice. We used bookstore for like not five bucks each. <laughs> Maybe they're yeah, all mine. People, <laughs> yeah, people don't like... You, you could probably flip those for a decent... I just... Maintaining a PS2 and the pads is a pain. Yeah. And then you, I break... When I break out those, um, the cats think that it's just a giant place to lay. So there's that. The hard pad's nice. They don't want to lay on that. <laughs> No, I just have the old school red octane soft pad, but the one with the heavy foam in the bottom. I I spent a hundred bucks on that thing yeah. back in the day. Oh yeah, back yeah. in the day, because it's like if I if I can video game my way into exercise, surely I'll exercise regularly. And yeah. th- that was a joke. Red octane, not a thing anymore. So, to be fair, when I bought that, I was my bedroom was upstairs at my parents' house, and it sounded like an elephant stomping down the house. Mm-hmm. When I tried that, I I knew a guy in the Navy who uh, passed his his uh, physical one year by doing DDR for the run for the cardio. I, I mean, it's it gets your blood pumping. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't. I I also can't do DDR much anymore because of my foot surgery, which is why I'm also not in the military. So, anyways, what else have you been playing, Chris? Uh, well, um, I've been playing a little bit of Fire Emblem. Did oh, we talk how, about how that yet? You... Um, I br- briefly touched on it. I did not get very far last night. Cause... Yeah, I, I've I'm on stage four. I've unlocked I mean, it the only Somniel yesterday. So, yeah, I'm not very far. 
And uh, I, I have to say, I like what I've done so far. I am playing on maddening classic difficulty because I'm crazy. And I am, um, I had to redo chapter three about six times <laughs> because I was doing it wrong and dying. And until chapter five, you don't have the rewind mechanic unlocked. So, um, any mistake I made is a restart. And it's like, okay, do I really want to play Fire Emblem like this? I had to keep thinking, I think I do. I was, was going <laughs> to say, I figured that you would want to do a clean run first so that you can learn the stages and then try to do bad thing. Or no, a- they aren't ambushing you in this one. So it's like, this should be on me to figure out. And I'm like, I want real, fi- I want real, real um Fire Emblem feel. I don't know. I want Fire Emblem GameCube style, and I don't know how to get it modernly. Because I had bendered so much Shining Force over, mm-hmm. over the Christmas break, um, my muscle memory for Fire Emblem was messed up. And that I, you know, in, in Shining Force, you press B to instantly, you press the cancel button to instantly go back to the character you're controlling. And I'm sitting there mashing B, being like, why can't I control my characters? Oh, because this is a completely different game. Why can't you Mentally, control your characters? Like, what do you mean? Uh, what do you say? What? I don't know what you mean. So Fire Emblem and Shining Force play a lot alike as yeah. far as strategy games go. So because my muscle memory was locked into Shining Force, it was driving me crazy that I uh, it wasn't quite controlling how I was used to. So I, I did know that the gist of it is that I just need to get relearn the controls and play it more. I need to get good scrub. I don't. Yeah, I don't no. get what controls are confusing you though, is where I'm. I'm not following. Like, it's select and then move your character around, which you have like direct control on the movement, which is a little weird instead of choosing a square. Um, so that's something. And then you press A to lock it in. Like, what is the B to control thing? I don't get that. Shining Force, instead of uh, having the enemy turn and having the force turn, yeah, um, it's more like Final Fantasy Tactics, where the turns just kind of oh. go all over the map. Mm-hmm. So, because of that, I, I forgot that Fire Emblem works completely different, even though it's a strategy game. So, my, oh, you have to brain, highlight and select your character instead of pressing something and just popping onto the character. Yeah. Okay. L and R then is what you want. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. TLDR, I haven't played a Fire Emblem game in a heck of a long time, so I forgot how it controlled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah mo- most SRPGs use L and R for the uh, to select next person who's ready. And now, um, going to Relayer, Relayer actually has a turn order. Yeah, that's how Shining Force works. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, most most of them allow. A lot of SRPGs just allow you to pick um, whichever one you want to move at any given time by just selecting them yourself. That's how Super Robot Wars does it. Fire Emblem. Uh, Gods, I'm spacing so many SRPGs off the top of my head. But then, like, Tactics and Shining Force. Shining Force have the turn order where each character takes its turn no no matter what. And you have, like, enemy characters and the interspersed in there. So, uh, Alex is in the chat. He says the early story definitely feels more in line with fates, which, eh, 
So um, I would say it feels in line with Fates, not Conquest, but the other one. Whatever the the oh, Goody Two oh, Shoes Birthright. Fate Birthright Birthright. Um, and I see where you feel in that. Um, I think it has some aspects. It, it's very generic, like Divine Dragon story set up in the beginning. I think the story's kind of meh so far. And but I'm not playing this for the story. And I think that's the key thing to understand with this one from what I've heard is story wise, character development wise, this one is not no. This is more like um combat focused fire emblem, which is like, oh, so it's a fire emblem game. Like we're back to that. And either you're into that or you're into the marriage fire emblem. So depending on where you come from, this may not be you know the fire emblem you're used to. Or it may be the fire emblem you've been wanting to get back to. So We'll see. see I so, don't mind the marriage fire emblem. I just think. Yeah. They- uh, uh, no, they're very popular and they're very good. I, I have nothing against them. It's just I'm thinking I wanted to do a, a, a tactical combat focused one. And I think that's why I'm going to leave the difficulty high. So. I, I think that they were going way too crazy on some of that uh, waifu stuff, though. Um, in three houses, I felt like I had to juggle a lot of stuff to get to get people to like me. <laughs> Like real life. I was seeing a YouTube video yesterday making fun of game journalists for not under for being surprised or for rating um, this Fire Emblem low because it doesn't have the uh, social elements that Three Houses had, and then all and making fun of the game journalists because the fan reaction is like, "Yes, what we really wanted a combat focused Fire Emblem again. This is what we wanted. How dare you, game journalists, be out of touch?" Uh, <laughs> It's just like, guys, it's okay to like different things. Different things are for different people. <laughs> you don't know what you want. I'm sorry. <laughs> no one knows what they want until you have it. Yeah, it's like, I, I get it. Yeah, you don't have to make fun of the game journalist. The game journalist prefers the other game, and you prefer this game. You should rate it and review it and rate it high. It's fine. <laughs> like, no one knew they want Minecraft until It's Minecraft not the game journalists who are out of touch. It's you don't know how reviewing like functions as a f- service like find someone with your tastes and follow them <laughs> the, this person is not declaring the game dead for all peoples <laughs> <sighs> sorry um, uh, so is this one where sh- we should be expecting so- uh, what the heck is up with her hair i should the chiquita banana lady i love it yeah <laughs> the chiquita banana lady <laughs> Which I hope is not a verboten thing to say anymore. If so, I apologize. Please educate me. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that you can put the female main character's hair in a ponytail. I've seen a lot of people complain about that. Uh, like, all that like, hair in the way. <laughs> how I can like she fight it. with all that hair? I like the cape of hair. But that's because I'm a guy and I don't understand how annoying hair can be. <laughs> it, it can be very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I should grow my hair long and then, and then be like, actually, you know what? This sucks and cut it off. (laughs) Go tell Anna this right now. I want to hear that reaction. She's she's got, I'm actually going to be cutting her hair this weekend because it's too long. (laughs) I mean, I I was team long hair for, for forever. And then the pandemic hit and mine got ridiculously long to the point to where it was driving me up the wall. And I, I just, told by to just shave all of it i want it gone <laughs> yeah. it'll grow i'm not going anywhere it'll and it has back. like a line on her back that when it gets past she says chris come in here you're going to help me trim my hair it's too long like okay whatever you say <laughs> yeah, i i just uh i just uh 
put my head over the tub, take the take the uh, clippers, and just shave my head. I do it all myself. I don't even care if it looks good afterwards. I just cut it all off. I mean, I do pay somebody to do it because I'm terrible at that kind of stuff and i'd rather just you know have somebody that knows what they're doing handle it but i i go to the like the great clips i don't have a hairdresser that charges me two hundred dollars for a trim and then and once it's that short i can just buy the the thing of hair dye and dye it myself oh anyway so so far i think fire emblem engage feels good um I'll let you know as I actually get into the meat of the game, and I'm sure Kelly will too. And we'll be playing yeah, on different I, difficulties, so we'll have different perspectives. Yeah, because I'm baby mode all the way. Yep, so is Anna. Yep, so am I. <laughs> so there you go. I, I want them to remake more games in the series just so that I can have baby mode in some of those older games. Yeah, I'm not sure if they will, though, because um, the last one they... Well, no, Echoes did really well. And I, I thought Echoes was like the perfect like blend. Yeah, I had a hard time getting into Echoes. I liked Echoes. That, yeah. I had a hard time getting into it at first, and some of the UI stuff was kind of jank. But then once I hit it straight, it's like I can't put the scape down. I liked Echoes because it had the third game that kind of gave you the true route sort of thing. That's not Echoes. That's uh, Fates. Right. Sorry. You're right. Echoes was fine. <laughs> Echoes had that had dungeons. the dungeons that were like eh. but, the, <laughs> yeah, I, but the dungeon thing if you ever played the original fire emblem gaiden yeah that's actually in the game oh great i think they were trying something different with it and it didn't work out because yeah i didn't like i didn't like the dungeons and that one very much Echoes yeah, was one of those idea. that i just because i play with keeping all the characters alive i just had too many freaking characters yeah, and that was a problem with Fates one, too, honestly. But yeah, yeah, that's that's the one problem with Echoes when you're when you get to the point where the two parties combine, you have all these characters, and, and like it. If you're playing on baby mode and you have all these characters, it's okay because if you want to level up a weak one, you're not worried about losing them, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not playing on baby mode, you have all these characters, you want to start using one. It's like that's a risky endeavor to level them up. <laughs> Yeah. But Echoes makes that easy because you can go back to some of those earlier dungeons and level them. Well, it's easy in Echoes because they introduced the time rewind. You just turn the turn back and go backwards, then just try it again. But I know I, I'm saying it both ways. Like, I thought you said it was hard, Chris. Like, shut up. I'm, I have complicated feelings here. <laughs> the time rewind thing is perfect for people that play hard mode so that yeah. they don't have to restart the whole damn fight. Which, by the way, conveniently, right there, you plus system retry. Restarts the fight. You don't have to you don't have to quit out. So that's good at least. Because yeah. <laughs> I've heard that in hard mode that that's the thing that you do is you restart the fight several times and mm-hmm. it can be very frustrating when well you're i mean like, or it, the other thing you can do is like if people die just let them die and there are people yeah. who play like that too it's just i can't so it's like all right i gotta keep everyone alive that's the challenge and so there's lots of restarts and that's fire emblem and See, i'm I, okay with that i can understand rebooting if it's a very stupid death like um you know, somebody. They always feel enemy. stupid, but yeah. a lot of times it's because you were the stupid one, not because the game was stupid. 
It's like, oh, I should have oh, known not to cool. do that. <laughs> that that was cool. I mean, to me, there's a difference between a. Nobody knows what you're talking about, Tam. You got to you got to split it out. Yeah, sorry. Audio. I was, I was, um, I'm watching the trailer here, and they showed a uh, spear user throwing a spear to a character that was actually on top of a building. Mm. So mm-hmm. that's a little bit new. Yeah, the javelin probably is what it counts as. Yeah, well, it javelins just... aren't new, but the fact that they're actually making some um reference to the actual height difference in in terrain is yeah. kind of new yeah for fire emblem is what i like doing you shoot the horses out of the sky like, yep. yeah well, yeah that's what you do i don't know why just because the the horse is in the sky it's more vulnerable to arrows but there you go put the horse I on mean, the ground a- not vulnerable to arrows why i don't know <laughs> I mean, it's a giant moving target. It's a giant moving target on the ground as well. Yeah, on the ground, you probably have more cover, though. No, not if you're out in the open. Cover's already accounted for in the Fire Emblem world. You can be behind cover or on covered squares. How how do most people get things out of the air, though? They shoot it. Well, sure. I understand it's the only thing that can hit something in the air. Did she just kick the dude? Oh, by the way, healers can kick. healers know kung fu in this game it's great they actually made (laughs) healers able to do combat they still have to level up to get strong enough to actually kill things but healers know kung fu and i love it i i I am much more interested in this yeah right yeah now (laughs) in stage level one healer she was kicking people and doing zero damage so it's like oh you look cool doing that but um how about you just wait back here until you get a little higher in level (laughs) well i I will admit every time i have played final fantasy 11 or final fantasy 14 when i start a new character generally speaking i start as the monk or Mm. well pugilist you know I, i don't know why i just Tend to I have this obsession with punching things. Yeah, monk characters are usually pretty good in Fire Emblem, so monks can be ridiculously OP. I need to um I need to decide though if I want all the assists on or not. Like the other thing I wanted I'm trying to figure out like is it old classical Fire Emblem experience if you know how much damage they're gonna do to you? And I booted up Fire Emblem four the other day. Because I wanted to see one of the games where one of these ring characters was from. So I'm like, I don't know who Sigurd is. What game is he in? Okay, where's that? Fire Emblem 4. Find a translation. Boot it up. Do the first fight. And it turns out, yeah, you do have an idea of how much damage you're going to do. <laughs> At least in the oh, SNES yeah, no, versions. That's even, that's even, <laughs> that like even goes back to the original versions of 1 and, and Gaiden. Yeah. So um, what you don't have is little lines telling you who's in attack range of you. Yes. No, that's... That's, that's all newer. Um, which well, I know sort, it's sort of newer, but it's not before, um, you know, it's, you could select a unit and see that are like movement range. Right. So you, so, it, the so you can put it just, together and the line is just saving you time more than anything else. It's like, yeah, the line's just saving you time. So, so I want, what I don't there. want is something saving me doing math because I want to, my brain to do math more like just as a general goal. So I'm, I'm trying to see if there's like something I can turn off that makes me have to count and think which I know sounds weird, but it's a it's a personal thing. You don't want to get early dementia. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Hashtag too late. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what I've been playing. Okay. I believe that we are ready to get into feedback. 
as I stall pulling up the feedback page. From Shaman, they write in, my New Year's resolution. Wait, wait what, what was our question? Oh, what is your gaming New Year's resolution? Shaman wrote in and said, my New Year's resolution is to beat Persona 3. Everything's in line for it. It'll be in my main hardware in the Switch. I can get my fix of Fire Emblem engaged from my roommate. And I'm on antidepressants. <laughs> like, whoa. Okay. You, you know got to take medication to be ready for Persona. That's all right. It is a pretty depressing game. I guess. Yeah, Persona 3 is not like, like 4 and 5 are a little more not depressing, but 3 is kind of the depressing one. Isn't it P3P, totally though, have- where, like, oh, I guess everyone, that one character, they don't make them not die in that version, do they? No, they, I, they you can, yeah, he oh, can still die. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, like, can he not, can he also not die? I forget. Like, can you have that person live? I, I don't remember. I've only played that game once, so I do not know. All right, well, whatever. Let's enough talk about that. Um. All right. Zoko said, glad... J- Glad, glad you. I copied that verbatim. Glad you. He can also not die in portable. Yeah, thank you, Hair Frog. So, the so that's an upbeat improvement in Persona Three Portable. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, Zoka says, "Glad the show's back. Been really missing it. I'll try to finish a game this year. It's been really hard finding time to play ever since I got married, and my wife doesn't play games. Oh no, you messed up. Also, not really, but." I'm so lucky my wife plays games. She tries to give me time to play, but it is still difficult. I can. So my wife plays games. I play games. Our kids play games. But having kids makes it hard to play games just yep. in general. Period. Yeah. That understood. Yeah. Even though they play games. Yes. And my kids. My well, kids you have difficult are... kids too, because they have. Yes, but things. you know how impressive <laughs> it is to watch a kid play Sackboy with a single hand. They only have one hand? Oh my god. No, no, no. He has two hands. He's usually holding a phone up, listening to My Little Ponies, and then he manipulates, like, like, anything on the PlayStation, he will play it with just one single hand. And he's good. There's a lot going on in that story you've just described. But (laughs) alright. Yeah, no, he he manipulates like an entire, the entire PlayStation 5 controllers with just a single hand. Perfect. Kid, yeah, kid. <laughs> Air frog. I'm not repeating that on the show. <laughs> Platinum three writes in. It says number one, play fewer games. I was updating my website the other day and noticed I beat all seven games, all, all of seven games in 2016. That was a good year with my youngest son born. For two years after my games completed list rounded to ten. For the past four years, it's blossomed to round twenty. I want to game less. I'm old. I need to cut back and get more sleep and spend time with the kids on their hobbies and sports. It's not long before their after-school sports and activities will take over my life. It's a good time to slow down now. I'd like to beat around 10 games this year and be okay with that. It's the being okay with that is the hard part. Number two, follow the trend to buying digital, but wait for huge sales. Looking at all the games I bought new for $60 physical the past few years, I've wasted money on them. I don't replay games and hate storing games, so I sell them on eBay. After bad experiences with that this year, I don't even want to do that anymore. Most games I play are 50% off at some point the year that I buy them, so I think it's time to just wait. 
and stop buying expensive new games. Honestly, it's only been a couple of games for years, but I'd like to take that to zero this year. Make my goal zero games or over $40. I have enough to last me half a decade already. No need to spend big for more. Wow, plenty with the big resolutions. I love it. Number three, finish the Cold Steel games. I'm probably at 100 hours left with half a three and all of four to go. I can do it. Yes, you can, Platty. We believe in you. We have have, faith, Platty. He has a soft deadline because I believe we're doing Trails 3 at some point on Backtrack this year. I can't remember the schedule off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. But there you go. Get on it, Platty. Crawl says a couple of gaming resolutions for me. Number one, don't stress about knocking down the backlog. Just enjoy what I play and go with it. So a different strategy over here. Number two, don't buy anything unless I'm intending to play it straight away. Oh, so it is the same strategy. Ignore launches, even good sales, or even ignore sales. Just pick up what I want only when I'm ready to play it. See, that's what I'm trying to go for now. That's, that's my strategy nowadays. Like, don't worry about sales even. Just if just stop the bleeding. Stop adding things to the to the backlog. Um, the only thing I do to increase my backlog now is the Humble Bundle, just because it's so cheap. <laughs> like the monthly Humble Bundle. Bumble, humble Bumble. Humble Bumble. Humble Bumble. Humble Bumble. Humble Bumble. Humble Bumble. Strawberry Egg says, yo, you talking about the misheard lyrics to One Winged Angel. Remember Sippy Cup? Reminded me of an old YouTube video with the misheard lyrics to Super Smash Brother Balls. Brawls, excuse me. Main <laughs> theme. Super Smash Brother, Brother Balls Ball. is a different game. Uh, I listened to it for the first time in many years and it still makes me laugh. It features such lyrics as um, Wife on a video, I want it thrown on Venus. Hey, all these people seeing one link being lame. Wait. Now I have to remember what the Smash Brothers theme is. It, it's hard to remember because it's a very much a chorus. It, I it's it's it Umatsu thing, right? So... Something like that. Yeah, uh, speaking of which, dun, 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 uh, we, dun, dun, dun. We got, okay, go ahead. We got called out on Discord from Cajun X. Uh, I'm a little upset with y'all. I just got asked why I was singing about a sippy cup. I didn't even realize I was doing it. It stuck in my head, crowding my subconscious. And <laughs> Potty was like, blame Red Rock 963. That's my Discord name. And I respond, my evil spreads. And Tam responds with a cat getting bopped on the head, which I assume the, I assume the tabby getting bopped is me. Yes. Okay. Perfect. It's like bonk. But I, 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 I hey, I sent you a picture of my cats the, doing uh, that this week. <laughs> yeah. The, the whole bonking thing is usually, you know, the, the, go to horny jail bonk so i was trying mm-hmm. to find one that didn't have that and i figured <laughs> the cat one was the cutest go, go to misheard lyrics jail strawberry continues i suppose my gaming new year resolution is the same as every year for a long while try to play more games than the previous year and try to play more games actually released this year yeah, so was, strawberry going the was, total opposite of platy platy yeah <laughs> apparently like every almost all of the staff um, cause you know, our, uh, awards are coming up all uh, pretty much all the staff are all like, man, I didn't play like any of these games this year. <laughs> like so many of us did not play anything. Apparently that released. Cause not much came out. That was good. Like there's some, some good things and they're out and they are really good, but like, there's not that much. Yeah. Although you, I mean... although I forgot to put in the final fantasy six for the remake but i hope you did i did okay i, I mean, completely do it. spaced it until afterwards i threw in rhapsody because 
that got re re released. And I and yeah, I still enjoy that twenty hour game, ten hour it, game. D doing my list, it was like I felt like I didn't play much from this year, but what I did was just freaking amazing. I don't. The only game I played this uh, in twenty twenty two that I didn't like was Soul Hackers, and it's because it felt unfinished. Did you play it with the patches? No. Oh. No, she played it before the patches. But you should try it with the patches. I don't the think patches the patch... aren't going to make it feel not unfinished. It just helps. It's just <laughs> they should finish it some. Oh. <laughs> the patches aren't going to help the uninspired dungeons. No, it's and not. Yeah. Dull story. No, it's not. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's just quality of life features, man. It's it's just going to get me through the torture faster. <laughs> all right i'm just saying the patches are meant to finish some of those things but i guess they didn't finish enough all right oh we're we're doing smt5 backtrack this year too that's going to be a fun show of me doing nothing but bitching smt5 already yeah two years that's too soon i haven't even played it yet well that that, that, that no offense chris but that's kind of par for the course for you fair enough Featherhoof writes in, first of all, glad to have y'all back. I've missed this cast something awful. Chris, I'd Thank invite you. you to play Final Fantasy XIV with me, but I don't have an active free company. I mostly play solo and very occasionally with friends if I'm not streaming it. But if you ever want, need another party member, just give um they give their, their name on their server a, a shout now that we can all travel and visit each other. So I might do that. Um Question of the week. My gaming resolution for this year is to buy fewer new games and focus more on the games I already own and haven't beaten so that I can save up what I need to upgrade my PC's motherboard, CPU, and RAM to go with the shiny new power supply and RTX 4080. I got over the holidays. Ooh, the power of RTX. Yeah, um, I've my wife and I have decided that part of tax return this year is going to get her not uh, probably another new computer considering la uh, so i got her a new computer last year with an amd card and she has had nothing but issues with the amd card and the motherboard and it's just like no i'm i'm you know Ooh, that's too bad yeah My amd no, card's it, working fine with the exception of one little driver flakiness with multiple monitors but it's been it's been pretty yeah, good no, her Hers, she has to restart daily, and when, she, when she's doing uh, 3D editing, she can't even use it to render. Well, nope. You gotta get rid of that, then. And if it's, if it's in the have, way of editing, you gotta go. It's gotta go. And we've also, ha we've also had sent it back yep. to the company that built it, and they replaced the card. Yeah. So I just think it's just it, AMD. A lot of wonkiness like that uh, can be power supply. So if you haven't she's tried a bigger power supply you might she's got a 1200 watt. a 1200 oh, i mean as long as it's working in good working order which uh who knows yeah, so right I think then just, that should be I, plenty <laughs> i think it's just the between motherboard process uh, not not so much the processor but motherboard to the and the well, i mean the, because yeah, it's a video DMV. card motherboard processor and power supply are the big key factors on that one and uh you know, being a home user, you don't have a PC repair shop's part supply to test all those things. So who knows? Oh, or RAM. RAM could be in there. No, she's got 36. She's got 36. No, but like any of these things could be flaky and do yeah. weird things, no, it's, right? It's, and how would you ever know? <laughs> you won't. Yeah, no, it's, well, I, I kind of know because I have taken the classes for this. But, okay. Uh, 
Yeah, the AM, it, it's AMD is not known for good software. Their drivers and, are a lot better than they used to be, Tim. I I do understand that, but there's I I honestly think it's the motherboard, and if I replace the motherboard, I have to replace the 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 um, CPU and the RAM the, and the, yeah. So, <laughs> well, well, depending on what RAM, you're going the to, I, the yeah. RAM I can salvage. Okay, but I guess it all depends yeah. on what you're moving to. Yeah, well, I mean, the RAM pretty much is... If you're dropping AMD, then you're going Intel, and then it's a question, do you get a DDR4, DDR5? (sighs) So many choices. Yeah, no, like the RAM sticks, I'll just salvage and put into her new machine. There you go. But, uh, yeah. So you're probably going, so then they're DDR4, I assume? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, no, she has the RAM. It's so it's either motherboard or I know graphics. what else I played this week. You just reminded me. I've played a little bit of PC Building Simulator 2. Yes. I finally you, you, started it. You you shared the picture of doing it. Did you are were you enjoying it like you did the first one? Um I, it hasn't grabbed me cuz it's like literally the same thing. Ah. It's like it, it's slightly upgraded in some areas. But it's very similar to the first one, so I'm not, I'm not getting like sucked in this time, um, and I have Fire Emblem to think about. So there's that True. too. But yeah, if uh, if I get there, if I get back into it, I'll, you know, I did build my wife's PC in this one, which is something I did in the first game. Um, so now I've I've done that in two different games, um, and I think it is cool to have like an actual PC you have in real life simulate like in the simulator and be like, yep, that's, that's, that's that, that's that PC. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just turning off the, the volume of that thing. Da, 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 da. Let's see. PC building simulator mute. Yeah. So, okay. Um, also in feedback, uh, we have, uh, from Eunice six, seven, eight, seven, six, uh, my New Year gaming resolutions are to try to use some of the consoles I do not use much more. I mainly play on PS5 because it is just how I normally am, and I own all the major ones, Switch, PC, PS5, and Xbox. So I want to make an attempt to use them all more. My other goal is to beat ten, between 10 to 30 games. That is just a common goal. I beat 25 games last year, DLC and full games. So I want to try for that range this year and since i have school and focus on one game at a time i expect not to hit 25 this year that's why i am aiming for 10 to 30 cool wow no i mean that's you know gotta take care of life and I i think that's cool you know being able to switch up between different systems i'm i have no choice but to play on pc right now See, instead of like doing generic gaming goals, I pick specific games to try to finish that year, and that's what I won't want to do. Like last year, I my goal was to finish um, like a dragon. Um, I think the year before that, my goal was to finish Skyrim, and this year, I've I mean, you could always tell because they're on backtrack. I've got uh, Yakuza Zero that I want to try to finish. I need to, or try to play because I haven't started it yet. I want to try to finish Disgaea 6, and there's a handful of others. But those were on the, off the top of my head. I, I feel like I put too much pressure on myself if I try to be like, well, I'm going to beat more games, or I'm going to not spend money on games, which 
every time I do that, that's just a freaking lie. I I had FOMO, like something fierce, but yeah, that's just me. Oh, speaking of uh, backtrack, Kelly, I am free for the 25th. Cool. Ease. Ease 8. I've got to write skit for that at some point. Benchmarking my wife's PC in PC Simulator 2. (laughs) Why do it in real life when I can run 3D Mark in the simulator? This is so silly. (laughs) So, yeah. That's a that's a thing. Um, hey, are you gonna pick up that Power Wash Simulator Tomb Raider DLC? It's already on. Uh, I've got it on Game Pass. I don't need to buy it in real life. Oh, I just I saw that DLC and I immediately thought of you. Oh, why? Because don't you like Power Wash Simulator? I haven't played it. I I thought that you were like gonna get it or maybe thought I about it, but no. hasn't played it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it, and I have it on Game Pass. I have access to it on Game Pass. Is how I should say that. But, um, but the, yeah, I don't understand the appeal of Tomb Raider and Power Wash Simulator. Like, Just the idea that you're power washing Laura Croft's house. I I'm worried that that's going to turn into power washing Laura Croft, and then <laughs> oh, that's a I'm different sure. game. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's going to mod her in the shower. Yeah. No thanks. Power washing the butler into the freezer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that—that's just fun. I did see that there was like a GDQ co-op power wash simulator run, which I thought was funny. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, like a four-player power wash simulator. Like, do that van in record time. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I'll never forget me saying that I would never play this or a cleanup detail with Vaughn because I would be all into, you know, wanting to make everything clean and perfect and he would just want to wreck everything because that's how he is. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. Benchmark my wife's PC. I think I should exit this game and we should go on to the news. Um, wait, you need to beat me in. Oh, it was a six player power wash. Oh, six co-op. players. Wow. All right. Let me let me beep you in. Hey, I just finished this game. There's a Dragon Quest Treasures demo now available. Oh, just in time. They, um, if you are anything interested in this game, I would highly recommend this demo because, well, it's a pretty good game. It's a very how do I put it? It's it's not a conventional Dragon Quest game. It subverts your expectations by yeah. Very much bad or just not what you want. (laughs) Well, it's like an action RPG, but you're not really meant to get into the action. You're more meant to hang back and heal your monsters or Mm. pump them up. So that's why I kind of recommend trying out the demo um, that has the beginning portion of the game and save progress. This game has not looked good to me for most of its pre-existence so i'm not surprised that this is not necessarily appealing to the people i know (laughs) i mean i had my fun my time what am i trying to say i think anna five hour ruled it or hasn't even given it its five hours to make a decision that's how disinterested she is with it so far when you gotta play dragon quest treasures anna she gave me a uh 
So yeah, now you have a demo. She, she to try. should be playing Tactics Ogre. She is playing she Tactics playing Ogre. Fi- yeah. I was gonna say I thought she was playing Fire Emblem. What? She's been uh, she's been streaming Tactics of Ogre. Tactics Ogre. Just chapter four, huh? There's only four chapters. Oh, okay. Never mind. But there's three endings. Four chapters, three endings. One and result. The endings are vastly different, and there's also a lot of very minute differences for some battles. She like says there's, there's more than three endings. Like, okay, no. well, whatever. But she's having a lot of fun with it, and and, and uh, our more the uh, our morning oh, viewership has been very much enjoying watching her play Tactics Ogre. There are three routes, but more than three. And okay, whatever. I don't care. What are we talking? <laughs> Let's move on. Um. Yeah. So play the demo if you're interested. It's a, It's an okay game. I I would give it give it it's a okay. three out of five. Three out of five. Um. There's also a mobile Dragon Quest title announced called Dragon Quest Champions. Um. Squinix has been working on this along with Tecmo Koei, and yeah, it's a melee command battle RPG. Um, we have a video that has the Japanese presentation for the game, and I don't know how I feel about it. There's also t- going to be a tournament mode where it's going to have up to 50 players in battle in real time. Um, I see this only doing well in, in Japan. I don't see it doing well. Well, I mean, I see it doing well as Dragon Quest, but I don't necessarily see it doing well overall. Yeah, I mean, how many Dragon Quest mobile games are there now? I, there's Tact, there's the Die one. There's is, the ones they've shut a, down is already. That an inflatable yep. Dragon Quest. Okay. Yeah. Inflatable Dragon Quest. What? The, the lady on the stream had a thing on her head. Oh. It, it was, was like weird. an inflatable Dragon Quest trophy. I see. So, uh. uh there's a closed beta test planned to run for this from February 6th to the 13th, and no word on whether or not we're going to get it in the U.S. So there you go. Oh, I see the inflatable head. <laughs> Gosh, every time there's a Dragon Quest presentation, I want all the plushes that they have. Right. Anyway, um, speaking of demos, there's also a Forsaken dip. The Forsaken demo is Forspoken. Forspoken. My bad. Um, so that demo was getting an update, and they revealed the PC requirements. Um, people were reacting to this on Twitter. In what way? Badly. Th- Why? Badly. Because um, the specs for the PC, like people were like, "Oh my god, these specs are like way too much." It's got I some mean, of the I... new Fidelity effects and FSR two support things in there. That's cool. Um, all right, let's look at these specs. Minimum specs, Windows 10, AMD Ryzen 5 1600, which is a couple gens ago, uh, AMD Radeon RX 5500 or GTX 1060. That's not too bad. 16 gigs RAM, uh, 150 gigs of hard drive space. Yeah, well, no. all right. You're looking at minimum. Look that's at minimum. Recommended. recommended AMD 5 3600, so that's two gens ago. Uh, Core i7-8700K, all right, so that's... That's like a minimum for um, what what I think is funny is the minimum PC requirements that they list can't run Windows 11 because the P, the PCs the CPUs are too old I think. But all right, anyway, back to the recommended. So AMD Radeon RX 6700 XT or RTX 3070. Like, oh. Well, um 
I get why you think that those are just one gen old graphics cards and they're mid range, except remember Square Enix that they were very expensive. 24 gigs of RAM, that's more than most people have. 150 gigs SSD space. That's for 1440p, 30 frames a second. The minimum was 720 30 at 30 frames a second. So if you if you are a low budget gamer, you are only meant to run in 720p, apparently. <laughs> at 30 frames a second okay ultra pc requirements this is to play at 4k 60 so um i don't know why 1080 60 is not on this list like the 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 resolution most people actually want to play at like okay whatever anyway you want to play at 4k 60 you need amd ryzen 5 5800 x that's one gen ago or core i7 12700 one gen ago um, the mid-range parts from each. Uh, AMD Radeon RX 6800 XT, so that's last gen's almost highest-end Radeon, um, but not quite. And then the NVIDIA GTX, a GeForce RTX 4080. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's a current-gen card. V, the VRAM version. 16-gig VRAM. That's, I mean, that's the 48 only comes in one version. Remember, oh, they okay. got rid of the second 4080. Oh, that's right, that's right. The- I forgot about that. And I think uh, the 4080 is 24 gigs anyway. So anyway, so 4080, which is very expensive. <laughs> um, Severin Mira says recommended specs PS5. So like this will come to a PS5, right? So that'll be a lot, a lot less expensive to get into. 32 gigs of RAM on the Ultra, 150 gigs NVMe SSD space. <laughs> so you need. I mean, all right, Chris, this. This right here is exactly why I prefer to game on console. I mean, the ultra, I mean, that what I think is nice about this is that it's realistic ultra specs. Usually you see like the recommended specs is all you get, and it's never like what you actually want to run the game as. Here, ultra, and it's like actually what you would want to run the game at, and here's what you would need. And yeah, it's the high end stuff to max out your settings. Yeah, of course it is. What's going to be sad is when you boot this up and realize that the ultra specs aren't aren't even maxed out. Because <laughs> there's a lot of settings they're not talking about here. They're just giving you a frame rate target. Like, so does that mean I'm turning all, all the bells and whistles? Like, oh, no, for that, you need a graphics card that's not out yet. <laughs> well, what I think is funny is the fact they mentioned 32 gigs of RAM. Yep. As a minimum. So that means you need more than that. No, overall. 32 is for ultra. No, I meant, like overall for your entire PC, you would need more than just 32. Oh, no, they the, they usually say that when they sue that, they take that into account. That when I don't you, know if Square Enix would, honestly. Uh, I mean, these are high requirements. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah. The Ultra, I think, is neat if it's actually a target for like turning everything on. If it's not, then that's kind of lame. We don't know yet, so it's hard to judge yeah, yet. It, it's nice record. to have, like, I want that spec there. Like, this is what you need to max everything out. I think that should be a spec people put on the box or on the on the product no, I info. I think the fact they did that is good. If, if I, that's what that I is. Still- which we don't know, right? Yeah, I do think the recommended though. It's high. That's a yeah, bit high. <laughs> for the recommended, it is definitely high. It's Obviously, a bit high. Ultra, ultra, that's fine. Recommend- the and there's no 108060 on this chart, which is dumb. Like, what's the 108060 needs? Like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Same as a recommended, I mean- maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're not going to be able to run this unless you have a newer PC. Is yep. what I'm yep. what I'm getting. <laughs> I mean, you newer and 
this is all complicated because of the shortages and the high prices for the past few years. Like if a 3070 was $400 as high as that sounds, that would make this much more attainable than what a 3070 actually costs most of this time. So yeah. Uh, (laughs) well, Sony says that the PlayStation shortage is over and Vaughn and I, for the first time, since it released, saw uh, PlayStations at Target. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I, wonder, count- I wonder what it plays at on the PlayStation 5. Is it only 72030? <laughs> you, you got me. I, I don't know. I, I do the specs more in performance mode because um, high-end mode tends to give me uh, motion sickness. Yeah, you want the frame rate. Yeah. So we'll see, but I mean... You're not running this on a five. No, this is, a, this is an aggressive game. This is a crisis. Anyway, yeah, I mean, okay, it's a high spec PC game. Fine. Yeah. At least we know that. Like, the, this is not the first one, guys. Like, this has happened before. See, crisis. <laughs> Did you have a PC that could run crisis? It was a meme. It was a whole thing. We didn't get angry at that. The PC audience, like, man, I want a PC that can run crisis. Instead, we're like, how dare you make a a game that's hard for a PC to run. I don't know about that. <laughs> but you have an alternative, a PS5. What if it runs like garbage, even if you have these specs? That's going to be funny. <laughs> that would be kind of fun. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, Yuna says, uh, some reviewers have not received review codes for the game yet, so that's never a good sign. <laughs> no no, re- no reviewer has. <sighs> it's a, That's a bad sign usually because this thing's out on january 24th so three days from now now we've had we've had this happen before where they waited and then it came out the day of and it turned out no this plays just fine usually when this happens and they don't give out the codes it's because it's not going to play fine so just saying be wary wait for the reviews see how it does and get some user feedback on how well it runs on PCs, regardless of these specs that Square Enix gave out. I've, like, I've heard a lot of middling reviews, though, based on the demo. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's a demo. Yeah, go try out the demo. Good idea. Try out the demo on your PC, see if it works. Perfect. That, at least they gave you a demo. <laughs> that's nice. Is there a PC demo? It's a, That's the, the whole thing, the Forspoken demo getting an update. When does the demo update happen? It happens now, but I don't know if they said if the demo was PS5 only or for PC. Oh, is it P- Oh, is it only on the PS5? It is. Okay, just get a PS5. <laughs> or pl- try the demo on your PS5. If it runs good on the PS5, then get excited and just if you're on PC, wait. Just wait. I, I would wait for reviews. Wait. I have a <laughs> I have a feeling that this is going to be like half price by Black Friday. Just be careful and wait. Uh, it might be or great. Lower. Just wait and confirm first. All right. I mean, to, to me, it looks like a neat game, but it's not a I want to play right away game. Yeah, it's not really appealing to me either. Um, but I don't see anything wrong with it. It's, just, it's a very fancy, flashy action game. That seems fine. Whatever. It looks like it could be interesting. Um, I'm just not in a hurry to play it. I don't even think it's an RPG. <laughs> I'm not sure why we're covering it. <laughs> I think it's just an action game. <laughs> and wouldn't it be funny if it, if Sonic Frontiers was more of an RPG than that? <laughs> uh, um, here's a game I know is an RPG. 
Yes, Front Mission First Remake Retail Release announced. Wow, that was a lot of alliteration. Mm -hmm. Um, So Microids announced it's producing a physical retail edition of the game Front Mission First, set the release in spring 2023 with pre-orders open right now and in North America in summer 2023. Um, The the limited edition will include a physical copy of the game for Switch and an exclusive lenticular, a printed game manual, and two lithographs. So, if you are physical forever like me, there you go. Um, Speaking of physical forever, I forgot to mention the... I really like the packaging and the stuff that came with the Fire Emblem Engaged Special Edition. Um, I like that they printed the sprites along the packaging, and those art cards are so beautiful that came with it. I want to frame them, because it's all the different Fire Emblem protagonists over the years. But I think I, I think me and Josh were the only two people that bought the special edition, at least on this podcast. So nobody seems to have an opinion. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it. That's okay. Um, speaking of expensive games, Dokapon Kingdom Connect announced this is a remake of Dokapon Kingdom that came out for. Uh, I think the PS2 and the Wii, that and both games are like really expensive now. Um, so yeah, this is the board game RPG, and it's set in a kingdom where monsters suddenly appear and attack towns, and you have the normal story mode, the shopping race, the kill race, and the town race. Um, this remake is being made for Switch, by the way. By the way. Did nobody play Dokapon? Uh, no. I think Anna may have played Dokapon, but not me. Nope. Well, if you wanted what? it for the... I don't know what she's talking about. If you wanted it for the Wii, but it's too expensive, now you have a chance to pick it up again. Um, we've got the last two characters introduced for Octopath Traveler 2, Ochet and Casty. Um, Ochet is a beastling hunter. She... Let's see, what is she doing? She, um, she, so I guess beastlings have occasional run-ins with human islanders, and her life is mostly carefree, but um, some... Terrible night is approaching, and she's tasked with finding the creatures of legend to protect the island. Um, her path actions are using b- provoke and befriend. Um, provoke challenges townspeople to battle, while befriend you can uh, bring townspeople with her. And then with the other character is cast Cassie Florenz, an apothecary who has lost her memory, and the only thing she had was a satchel and apothecary skills. So I guess you're trying to find out who she really is. Um, Her path actions are inquire and soothe. So inquire uh, lets you ask townspeople information during the day, and then soothe lets you put uh, basically lure people to sleep at night if you have the right item. So th- this day-night path action thing is going to be interesting in this game. Um, it comes out on January twenty or February twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. Is anybody else curious about Octopath two? Uh, Anna um, is, but not me. That's another one that I don't know if I'm going to pick up day one or not. Um, I love the first game, but it it had its problems and i want to see if it addresses the, any of those problems before, before picking it up right away i thought i did hear something about them fixing at least the xp issue but i don't quote me on that right that was my biggest problem with it that was the biggest problem i think a lot of people had with it 
<laughs> my second biggest problem was that the true ending was behind the super boss. I see. I, I, I had no issue with that personally, but I know some people did, but. I, I don't think that you should put major story stuff behind a super box, but that's just me. Um, speaking of super bosses, Stranger pa- Paradise Final Fantasy Origins different future DLC has been detailed. And surprise, the Emperor from Final Fantasy 2 is going to be in it. Um, apparently, along with Omega, an interdimensional weapon build to have the power to destroy gods. So that I imagine that that's going to be a oh, super boss. seen that before. Yeah. Um, you've also got three new jobs in this expansion. So you have the musketeer, the hunter, and the gambler. The musketeer lets you use stun bullets to stop enemies from using unblockable attacks. The hunter lets players analyze enemies um, so that you can see the counter increase the more the enemies attack, making it easier to pierce their resistances. And then the gambler uses a roulette action to spin a wheel and use the abilities chosen from it. Um, I, I love the class system in Final Fantasy Origins. Yeah, you really enjoyed this game and gave, uh, gave it some high praise. Yeah, the only reason why I haven't picked up the DLC is because I've had other stuff to play. Part of me want, really wants to revisit it, but I... <laughs> I'm going to wait for it to come out on Steam. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it will at some point. <laughs> should come out fairly soon because it's almost hit a year. Yeah. Um, oh. sorry, go ahead. I was saying because of, uh, you know, epic exclu- exclusivity. Yeah. Um, well, that Omega talk- fight looks cool. Oh, I, I, had to, I didn't see that. Oh, is it that big winged thing that's coming towards? No, this is, uh, the job looking at the jobs now. Omega is the doggy oh. weapon, the doggy machine. Okay. Um, so it's funny, we were talking about Harvest Moon in the pre-show, and it just so happens that uh, Like a Dragon Inshin announced basically a Harvest Moon minigame in the Like a Dragon series. What? Is, yeah. Is that how you're going to make the money instead of having like a business, you you run a farm? I mean, this Minute Log video has shows the game's another life side story content. And yeah, you're farming and cooking. And wow. you're taking care of animals. And chopping up onions. Chop <sighs> onions, flip meat. Uh, the, the, taking care of the animals was cute. I think you Anna's going to play, gonna play with, this one. <laughs> play with a cat or with a dog. Oh, I, yeah, you pick up the injured dog. Oh, the kitty! His name is Snowball. And the Sheba does a backflip. Is this oh, a hey, port of the one that came out a while ago, or is this a new No, this is a new one. All right. Well, I, this is a remake of the samurai one that we never got. Okay. People were excited about it because it's one of the only ones that hasn't come out in English. So, um, when does? Oh, I closed the window. Darn, I can't remember when it said it was supposed to come it's out. Coming out February twenty third. Oh, on all the soon. consoles and PC, not on Switch. Um. We've got a, an impossible dungeon anniversary update for Nobody Saves the World. So I because this came out a year ago, they're updating um, some of the stuff, including Jimmy's Impossible Dungeon. Um, what else? Oh, the, that dungeon uh, unlocks the dino plushie, which unlocks a, a new form, the dinosaur form. 
which that is that's the whole stick of this game is being able to transform into different creatures. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I think that they said that this free, yeah, this is a free update. So there you go. Um, I think Josh was the only one that played Nobody Saves the World, and that's because it was a a Game Pass game. So. Be it is uh, off Game Pass now, or will be oh. shortly. Uh, Sam reviewed it. Okay, I was about to say, I thought someone did review it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, Northern War, airing in English on Crunchyroll. Um, it's available, it was available yesterday, actually. And yeah, it it takes place between Trails of Cold Steel 2 and 3. Um kind of a side story because i don't think a lot of the main game characters well we got a list here of all the voice actors yeah so i don't recognize any of these names i'm i'm pretty sure it's more of a side i'd have to pull it up to actually look at it but yeah no that's been uh the uh, second episode actually just came out yesterday ah cool oh i i forgot uh, new Legend of Vox Machina this week. Nice. I need to watch that tonight. Is that a tonight. new season or a new episode? New new season. Nice. Or new season of the TV show. Mm-hmm. So Amazon Prime for that? Yeah. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, Legends of Vox Machina is the animated version of Critical Role's first big campaign. Yep. I, I wonder how they're going to deal with that... Uh, OGL agreement agreement nonsense that's been going on. Um, I'm sure they've already have separate license agreements for all their stuff with Wizards. They they actually backed off heavily on that. Yeah, the OGL thing is like more or less dead now. It shouldn't be an issue. That said, the internet is still upset. Like, oh my gosh, it's so funny. Here, let's go to YouTube. You search for OGL 1.2. It is um let's see. Okay, we'll ignore that one. Uh, Wizard of the Coast just released the OGL 1-2 draft, and it's still really bad, just in a different way. Or Wizards of the Coast accidentally revealed their biggest fear, why they need OGL. Wizards releases OGL 1.2, but is it better or worse? Well, lawyer analyzes, quote, OGL 1.2. <laughs> Wizards of the Coast have really... Ma- oh, wait, that's 12 days ago, so that's not the current one. Uh, Wizards of the Coast loves smoking daggers. <laughs> Watsy announces new OGL 1.2 and it's more trash. The the only person I trust to give an objective view over this was the Legal Eagle. Um, the Legal Eagle also recommended another lawyer podcast, and I would recommend listening to both because they both have different legal perspectives. Um, because uh, in a legal situation like this, there would be different perspectives, and they're both. Both of them, the results is like people shouldn't have been scared of this to begin with. And the That's sec- what I said. the podcast that that the other guy uh, that the Legal Eagle recommend you listen to kind of picks apart the Gizmodo article that kicked all this off as just having a really bad interpretation and and hyping people up about something that wasn't a concern to begin with because they misread everything. That's <laughs> and what he, I said. and they have notes. <laughs> The guy has notes uh, to like prove it, and like here, here's like line by line. Here's what, what the Gizmodo article said. Here's how they're wrong. <laughs> uh, and it's like, like it's I, not I, that I, wizards I, wizards put some I, bad stuff in there, and like he calls out like there's here's like the one really bad line that wizards put in there, and obviously there's some things in here that maybe you don't like. 
Um, but then like all of the things that would have been bad, like legitimately, they're all gone. So everyone now is just assuming wizards. Everything now is just a bad faith argument saying wizards is bad. They're going to do something bad and they still have clauses in here. That means, yeah, this looks good now, but later they'll be bad. (laughs) It's like, you don't know any of that. (laughs) Like just chill out. Wizards did a corporate thing. It was not as big of a deal as you thought it was. There was a couple things in there that weren't great, um, but you probably could have lived with them. But if you didn't, that's fair. And you could have ejected. Those are all gone now. So what are we upset about? Well, we're upset. I think the thing that made me the angriest was when people were calling for a boycott of the movie that's coming out in March. Well, you probably should do that anyway, because it probably won't be good. (laughs) It looks fun, though. All right. Hey, if, issue, as long as you recognize it's probably going to be bad, but maybe no. fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to go see it just because I I want to see what they do with it because the, the trailer interested me, and the trailer actually, unlike the other D and D movie, the trailer actually had D and D stuff in it. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and, no, and I like Chris Pine. And there's yeah. no Wayans brother in it. That is there's no way. I want a Wayans brother. I want it to be a sequel to that movie. <laughs> You know, if they panned, if they met a guy in a tavern and it was whatever Wayans that was, yeah. and he's like, let's do this, I would probably laugh like an idiot. <laughs> but um, my issue with the whole boycott the movie, it's like, all you're doing with that is hurting all the people that worked on it. Well, I mean, I, not true. Like, that Wizards gets a cut of those residuals. So, like, you are hurting Wizards if you boycott it. You're hurting wizards, but you're also hurting hurting. I mean, the but that's true with the Harry, the Harry Potter game, and we're boycotting that. Yeah, it's it's so sticky. I I feel so weird about about punishing people that worked on things because the corporation sucks. Yep, that's that's me. Um, I guess the real answer is there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. So <laughs> you got it. <laughs> that's that's where you're at, <laughs> and, and and that's what JC Servant's been preaching on the on the Discord for months. Yeah, he, like, well, he, he's he's hard in the other direction where he doesn't think boycotts do anything. He's against boycotts in general, so it's like, I mean, I guess I shouldn't put well, words in his mouth. It. He can the, let's let him speak for himself. Who was boycotting Blizzard has started playing Blizzard games again. Yep. Yeah. But the the did send in theory it sent a message in the interim. Like there was a message sent. This is not cool. And when it became clear that no further message was being sent, it's like, all right, let's let's get on with it, play the games. Yeah. <laughs> Support no, I, good games. I, I see. I read what everyone was like. Be, see, I'm I I will admit I'm not a lawyer, but I come from a very highly lawyer family, <laughs> some of which have worked patent and copyright law. I'm not, I'm not Josh, but but I at least understand some of it. And I read through it. It's like they're like, oh, this is going to affect YouTubers. I'm like, this is not going to affect YouTubers. This is not going to affect you streaming. <laughs> like the VTT stu- the argument was like, well, actually, it specifically called out all the stuff you want to do on VTT is not going to be affected. <laughs> yeah, it, it had to. Like if you really want to publish source books. Third-party publishers. If you want to publish D&D source books on BTT, yeah, that's going to be an issue. <laughs> yeah, that was. The, that if you want to do third-party separate, not D&D published source books that are 
all original and and not reprinting the SRD in them, that would actually be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's what I said. That's what I was saying the yeah. whole time about the LGL is it's not going to affect YouTubers, it's not going to affect streamers, it's not going to affect, you know, yeah. it's going to affect third-party publishers. But we can't actually read it, Tam. It was 9,000 words. Oh, right, it was 9,000 words because they expressed it in clear, casual language rather than legal ease. And that's why it was so long. Oh, right. Okay, well, I mean, uh, but it, we can't read it because we need a lawyer to interpret it. Oh, wait, none of the people that we're listening to are lawyers? Well, we can't read it because I'm tired and I just want to react to things that tell me I should be angry about something. Oh, that's what it actually is. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I I, I kept going back to people. It's like, no, this is not what it's saying. <laughs> Yep, I fell into and it too. Like I, fu- I was listening to other people, and then, then I finally get like the people who I know have good takes looking at it, like, guys, there's nothing here. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right, cool. I'll change my tomb. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry, I got us on a tangent. It's fine. But... We should talk about yeah, remnant no, no, from no, the ashes, this shouldn't is what we? we? Do. This yeah. is RPG cast. <laughs> here's my thing about boycotts. If you dig deep enough in any company, you're gonna find some shit. So it's about where your line is. For example, I I know that Walmart has shitty practices, but where else am I going to get groceries in my town? Everybody else is way too expensive. However, when it comes to shopping at, say, Hobby Lobby, I won't go there because I don't appreciate how they treat their workers and their uh, anti-woman insurance policies. And I guess what I'm saying is, is at the end of the day, it ultimately matters about your morals and where you feel your money should go. Is, is that an okay? Lobby? It's a is whole okay complicated policy? thing. I'm just not even going to try and oh, sum it up okay. here because we all have different takes on it. Some of us are right even in our own takes and wrong in our own takes. And some of us are just, it's just, it's a mess. And none of these things are effective unless you get a lot of people on board. And the only way to organize people is to get them all outraged. And that's what kind of what they were doing here with these videos. And well, it turns out we're over outraged now and we kind of need to vent the steam for the Watsy thing and move on. It's time to move on from the wizards OGL. Sadly. Yep. I know it sucks when a meme dies, people. It sucks when you can't be angry about the thing anymore, but Hey, you can still be mad at Andrew Tate. So don't worry about that. Yeah, we all agree that Andrew Tate sucks. That's the thing, Kelly. There's people who don't agree that. And that scares me. (laughs) I think most of our audience agrees that he sucks. I don't, yeah. Maybe. We don't know. I don't even know. I don't, I I know about him because of the news. I don't really, you know what? I don't really know about him. Tam, you know what? I'm going to recommend not learning. It do- exactly. He doesn't matter. He doesn't matter. <laughs> you just move exactly. on. So we're going to move on and talk about Remnant from the Ashes. Yeah, it's heading to Switch. I forgot which uh, roguelike game this was. Or <laughs> something. I kept hearing about it last year, but I-, I know that I'd got it confused with other games. So what's Remnant about? I don't know. It's a Souls-like, I think. Okay. Didn't I play this um, on the stream, or is this a different Remnant? <sighs> I can't remember now. Me neither. I don't even know. Um, know if you played a remnant i played a game like this on the stream for extra life not this year but the one before Uh, or something because i needed to play a souls game and die a lot and so i chose one on game pass and i thought oh yeah yeah i think this is that one yeah because i remember us talking about guns guns. yeah (laughs) so is this going to be a cloud game or is it actually natively being released 
Um, it doesn't that the article isn't we saying. Don't know. Okay, cool. Uh, and it's not dated, but yeah, if you wanted to play Remnant uh, portably, now you have a chance to if you don't have a Steam Deck, and you could read Zach Webster's review of the PC version. Kelly, if so. I want to play a Heroes of Might and Magic style game on my Switch, do I have any options? I don't know, because I don't play Heroes of Might and Magic type games. Oh, Severn says it's a physical release on Remnant, by the way, so it must not be cloud. Okay. Cool. Thank okay. you, Severn. Um, the Heroes of Might and Magic game, uh, Dragonus, is coming to Switch. Command of the Flame. That's all I know. It's coming to Switch. It was on PC already, so if you want to check that out, it'll, um, it was on, um, it's also going to come to PS4 and 5 and Xbox. So yeah, That looks like a uh, JC Servant game. It is very much a Heroes of Might and Magic inspired thing. Um, I tried to get into it on the demo and it just wasn't catching me. Um, I might get back into it later. Um, maybe I'll pick it up on Switch and try it there. I don't know. But. And then just two brief um, brief uh, release date announcements. I'm actually going to swap these because I should have put this Oh, wait. When is, when is Dragonus coming out before we leave that? Um, as I... We don't know. Okay. We don't know. Just coming at some point this year. Sorry. All right. Black so, Myth Wukong set. Oh, Blue Kong. Black Myth Wukong? That's the game. It's set for summer. That's pretty much oh, the release date. That's all we know. All right. That, that's On why PC? I put it in release dates. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I ha- Dragonus, as far as Steam says, is September 1st. Oh, that was September. That was no, Steam. Yeah, the last year. That was year. Steam version. Never mind. Ignore yep. me. And then the more the more interesting of the two release dates, uh, Atelier Ryza has been pushed to March. It was supposed to come out on February 24th, and now it's March 24th. Um, I don't know if they said why they pushed it. They, I know that they did it in a press release, but yeah, you're going to have to wait a month to play more Ryza. I don't know if any that ruins anybody's play spreadsheets or whatever you use to organize what you play for the year. And that that is pretty much all the news. What's coming out, Chris? Oh, editorials. Well, well we do editorials after release dates. I have oh. four things for you, Kelly. Forspoken is coming to PC, PS5. We talked about that earlier. Try out the demo on PS5 and wait for reviews on PC. Risen is coming for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Uh, Neptunia Sisters versus Sisters for PC, PS4, and PS5. And uh, an Atone Heart of the Elder Tree for PC, PS4, and Switch. I have no idea what that one is. Fire Emblem already came out. Well, it says available now. Yeah, it came out uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, I'm only talking about what's coming out soon. I I do forward-looking. Anna was the available now girl. Ah. We have different what's what's coming. I like to tell people what they can buy this week. Anna's like, here's what you got. What you got last week? I, I'm. I will admit, I'm very excited for Neptunia. All hail our Lord and Savior. At, at least there's someone. <laughs> two, two someone's. Remember, I am not alone. I have wheels. Okay. What is going on? This Atone game is a Norse mythology-inspired hand-drawn game that blends interactive storytelling, complex puzzles with a rhythm game combat system. What? Okay. <laughs> it's got a demo, so try the demo. Is that even that an looks- RPG? I guess. Yeah, they call it one. So It, it looks weird. Yeah, it does. 
Like, very stylistic. It's very stylistic, but it's weird. <laughs> I will pass. So our editorials, uh, we got a 2022 year in review from Josh Carpenter, where he talks about all the stuff that he did over the course of the year. Um, the the thing that I love the most was when he talked about the Steam Deck, because he said that, you know, he stares at a computer all day. So that's why he doesn't like playing PC games. And it's like, I have never related to somebody more over a, an article than this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, the Steam Deck has has done very well, and uh, it I think it really opened up for a lot of people to play their PC games because it's like, oh, I'm stuck at a computer all day at work. I don't want to go home and be stuck at a computer again. Oh, for, for the first time in God knows how long, I actually paid attention to the Steam sale this year. Nice. You're looking for that deck-compatible icon. Yep. So so, what do I do? I buy all the Argorist War games because I will I will happily torture myself for backtrack content. Kelly, no, don't do it. A, a good chunk of a more Steam Deck compatible. Just saying. Um, we got a Monster Hunter Rise PS5 review from Ryan Costa. Um, he gives it a four out of five. Says that it's balanced combat. It's easy to keep playing. It has a stunning soundtrack and visuals to heighten every fight. And every large monster is memorable in their own way. Um, the negatives were the limited story won't draw anyone in, and the distorted switch from village quest to hubs quest. Which, what does he mean by that? I'm not really sure. Huh. Well, he still gave it a positive review. Yep. I'm, are, are you going to triple dip? No, I haven't even double dipped on it. Okay. I think I double dipped. And I don't even like it. And if I if I had double dipped and had it on PC, I would not go back and play it on PS5 because my PC version would be equivalently good. Yeah, that's true. Um, we also got a Persona 3 portable review for the PS4 by Luis Mauricio. He gave it a four out of five, saying saying that it has a compelling story with fantastic characters and extraordinary soundscape and a great turn-based battle system, but the visuals show their age, there's a lack of animated cutscenes, and a lack of balance between after-school and evening activities. Um, no mention of the thing that Reddit was bitching about this week, about uh, random skill passing on being a thing in this game. Because, you know, they were going to totally go back and fix that. I mean, it's fair to complain about it if you don't like it, because it's still the case. No, I, I get that. It's just, I don't know. I, I think that they were They were complaining like, about it like they should have fixed it. And it's like, yeah. um, well, fair enough. Um, obviously, they didn't agree. And um, they weren't doing that with this oh. port. So all Atlas said that, that they was porting. I didn't say anything about quality of life improvements. I mean, honestly, I want to see a version of Fess with the P3P content added in. That's the version of Persona 3 I want. But that's not going to happen. You know what? I, I want ports of the first two games, or rather the first three games, uh, Persona 1 and Persona oh, 2. Oh, make it all. I want P3, P1 through 5. P1 through 4 in the P5 engine. 
Yeah, that's Let's true. just do it. Let's do the remakes. Well, the, the, the problem is that P1 and P2 <laughs> Totally were, different games at that point. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they were totally different <laughs> games. P3 really uh, shook it up. Yeah. Um, making the first two kind of uh, seem... Alright, we can call it the Persona HD Trilogy. It's 3, 4, and 5. Uh, redone in the P5 engine. Um... Obviously, five but, is just royal. Um, put put on the disc, and the. <laughs> but I I want the Persona Origins uh, trilogy where it's P one, P two, Innocence, and then P two, yep. Eternal Punishment. Um, mainly so that they can get the trans uh, have have an actual translation mm-hmm. of the PSP version of Eternal Punishment because we didn't get that. And the P- original PS one version is kind of jank. Von's like, Hair Frog's like, I can't play those dang long games again. No. <laughs> like, That's well, why you don't have to, Hair Frog. I put them on my wish list to wait for a sale, but I, that's why I did not pick them up immediately, though I was amused that on Switch, the bundle oh, for Frog's both... Defense, he was also streaming it. I us. think it's time, Hair Frog, I think you need to play Persona 3 Portable and show us what the Larone Zone looks like in the Portable era. Um... I, I was surprised that those two ports were only twenty bucks each. I, I thought that they would be forty, but that that's a damn good price for both of those. Oh, and they're on Game Pass. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, we've also got a Wo Long Fallen Dynasty impression by Zach Webster. Um, this is a Team Ninja game. Uh, it is. So I, yeah. Oh. All right then. I, I don't remember what this game was about. It's a new setting in the Fantastical Three Kingdoms, China. Ah. So you can read about... uh, So it's Chinese Neo? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Fair enough. You can read more about his impression on our site. And that's pretty much it. Um, So so I was thinking for our question of the week relating to my Vampire Survivors Bender. Yeah. What what is the game that you couldn't put down so bad that you would like run out your game's battery or that you binged way too much? I don't think oh, it has to I, be an RPG. Just and anything that's like I cannot put this down. I I know the exact game. People thought I died one weekend because I got really absorbed into Artanelico. <laughs> Um, I, used I beat to that in a weekend. What is the first game that consumed your life? Yep, there that'll go. work. Um, gosh, I remember spending so much time playing Dungeon Keeper 2 that the game actually has lines in it when you stay up too late because it reads your internal clock and one of them nice. is you, you see that fluffy thing in the room next to you, you might want to go visit it. <laughs> Some of my, um, some of the uh, gotcha games do that too. It's like if if you're gaming late at night, it's like, what are you still? You know, what are you okay? Do you need me to do something? For, like, like no, no. Well, I do, but you can't, lady. And then and then Relayer um, does the same thing, but for some reason, I don't know what time zone Relayer thinks I am. So it's saying good evening to me, and it's like 10 a.m. So I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> nice. 
It's so working off the Japanese the, time. Yeah, it's 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 got its time zone way off somewhere. So it's like, are you, it's like good evening. It's like nine a.m. <laughs> like what? I've I've commented about that in the game a few times. So I don't yeah, know I think what that time might be zone seven p.m. Japanese time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, like around ten a.m., it'll start saying good morning. So oh. I don't know what time zone is based. I don't in, know and how. It's well, ten a.m. is good morning. Right, but before 10 a.m., it's saying good evening. Well. For me, like 10 a.m. my time. So it's just stuck in, like, Hawaiian time or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like 3D Hawaiian time. And I just, it's so confusing, but at the same time, so amusing. Because it's like, I know. <laughs> I, I, I forgot to mention, so at, like, 5 in the morning, Dungeon Keeper 2 would just say, go to bed. I still think the best line time for go to bed it wasn't based on a real clock was always fable uh, two. the time is very late. <laughs> okay. I, I've never had a game admonish me for staying up too late. And I was like, game, I work third shift. This is normal. But yeah. Um, yeah. Your first all consuming game. Um Tell us stories. Uh, to tell us like how you failed a test or didn't go to school the next morning or something because of it. Again, people thought I died. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I wasn't on. I wasn't on. Wow, I didn't call my girlfriend. I didn't like. No, I I played Artanelco for like two and a half days straight. Wow. <laughs> well, it is time for us to die, or rather, the show. For the day, yeah. For this week, I want to go boot up Vampire Survivors. <laughs> Kelly's gonna play more well, Vampire we all Survivors. What Kelly's going to be playing. Uh, oh yeah, what are you gonna play? What are you gonna play this week? I'm gonna play Fire Emblem. Though so I, I still need to make friends with Rathion. I think I'm at level five of six, and I need to finish that. And wow, okay. yeah. Mainly because I want those uh, black dragon skins. But also, I will play more Fire Emblem this week. I just. I've had a rough week at work and I needed to kill a bunch of things in droves. So there's that. What about you, I'm Tim? It's true. Uh, that is called a Muso. <laughs> um, I am, I'm going to be uh, playing more relayer obviously for the, uh, cause I've been streaming that and I'm really enjoying it. I'm really having a lot of fun with it. It's, 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 Paired down, it's a good pared down SRPG, but it still has a lot of meat to it. Um, and then, of course, Final Fantasy XIV, because I, I need to be grinding out the, the new gear set from the raid. Um, the three various Gotcha games I've been playing, and I, I I keep sitting at my sitting here like at night, being like, I want to play something, and nothing in my Steam catalog is interesting me. I'm I'm turning into Chris. Yep, sorry, it sucks. And then all you do is boot up Vampire Survivors again, and you're like, I don't want to play this more, but I don't want to play anything else, so... Alright, let's do another build. Alright. Hey, at least... At least I'm trying to still unlock things. Haven't you unlocked everything? Yep. <laughs> I still have some Arcana cards I need to unlock, but that's really about it. The last thing I did was Although get a bunch of gold, and then spend... Got 3,000 eggs on one of the characters, and now that character is just basically as invincible as queen sigma and it's like all right cool i see how that works uh, i don't i can either do this for every character or just stop playing 
Yeah, I have like four million gold right now. But for Jump some change. reason, I can't do the gold egg, the upgrade their stats. So I need to figure out what I'm missing. Oh, I know what it is. Okay, never mind. I'm good. All right. Well, let's call it then. Thanks, everybody. We're going to catch you next week. Uh, until then, answer the question of the week at the show thread at rpgamer.com. Go to click on podcast, RPG cast, and answer there. Thanks, uh, everybody. Uh, Dale North for the theme, forecast for the encoding, and thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Uh-huh.